0: Welcome to The Career Studio, a USU career services podcast that helps you navigate your career path. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face to face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I'm so excited to have Bryce Williams here with me today. Welcome, Bryce.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. Of course. So Bryce earned his bachelor's degree in social work and master's of education, specializing in educational leadership and policy, both from the University of Utah. He currently works for the University of Utah's Bennion Center as a program manager for residential engagement. Previous to this role, he has worked in several other areas of higher education, including student success advocating, union programming, academic affairs, housing and residential education, and community development. So Bryce, I... (laughs) I like to include fun facts and try and fit them into whatever we're talking about. I don't know if I can fit your fun fact in, but it was so awesome that I still have to share it. So you are a big fan of reality TV. Survivor, big brother is right up your alley. So I have to know, when did this fascination with reality TV begin?
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's funny that you uh, you bring that up because I was just watching a reality a clip of a reality show before uh, yes, or this podcast, but it probably started in a uh, junior high school. I just happened to be flipping through MTV and MTV's original season of The Real World. It really dates myself. that I think that was in like 1992 (laughs) uh, that that aired. but And that was not 1992 when I started watching reality television, but just kind of fell in love with it and continued to like find other shows and different friends and family would uh, bring it up to me and...
0: I love it. I love it. Well, December is often a month of generosity and service. And so this month, we really want to focus in on the role that volunteering can play in our career growth and development. So community service I know has been a key piece of your professional career, Bryce. So to kick us off here, I'd love to just hear about some of your first memories of volunteering. Now we could go back as far or as recent as you want, but I'd love to hear about some of those early volunteering.
1: Yeah, I would say that some of my early volunteer experiences were probably when I was a Cub Scout In some of our uh, weekly meetings that we would have, service and community engagement was a big part of that. And so if I'm thinking back, something that we would do fairly regularly would be to to um, sort food at the Utah food bank. So that is probably one of my earliest memories. And that's something that I still try to do on a fairly regular basis is to go back to the Utah food bank and, and do some work there.
0: Oh my goodness. That's amazing. And I love that you're still connected to that. So, so cool. Well, I'd love to have you walk us through your undergrad and graduate experiences and talk to us a little bit about the role that volunteering served during those times in your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so I want to just go back just a little bit earlier than my undergrad. I would yeah. say a lot of it outside of what I mentioned with Cub Scouts and, and scouting started in high school actually. And so one of the very early volunteer opportunities I had was volunteering with a program called Salt Lake Peer Court. And so that's working with fourth graders through seniors in high school who have committed some sort of offense, whether it's truancy, uh, alcohol use, uh, vandalism, things of that nature. But they would come before a panel of their peers to kind of talk about what had happened. And then the panel of peers would focus on a disposition or a contract that that referred youth would have to uh, complete with three particular elements, holding them accountable, building on their skills, and then giving back to community. So I did that for three of my four years of high school, serving as a, a youth mentor in that capacity. And then I proceeded to do that throughout the early part of my undergraduate career, but as an advisor to the high school youth who were mentoring other youth. Wow. And so, yeah, so I was doing that for a little bit. And then, An opportunity actually became available through the Bennion Center, which is funny that I currently work there now, but as a volunteer and a leader for that Salt Lake Peer Court program. So serving as a liaison between the organization and the University of Utah. So that's kind of where things in my undergraduate career kind of started and then moved into some more like administrative positions, helping out other youth volunteers and college volunteers at the university. So that's where I spent a lot of my community engagement time very early on. But as time progressed and I moved into graduate school and time, looked a little bit different. I couldn't necessarily serve in that same capacity. But that eventually moved on to continuing to advise undergraduate students in community engagement work, primarily through the Bennion Center's Alternative Breaks Program. So the Alternative Breaks Program works with college-age students, primarily undergraduates, but there are some graduate students in there, and taking a particular social justice or environmental justice topic, learning about that, and then going to a different part of the Western continental United States or to Vancouver, Canada to explore, and learn more about that particular topic, and then to provide efforts in that way to take what they've learned in the, the community that they are visiting and then bringing back to the local Salt Lake and Utah area.
0: Very cool. Well, and I have to give a shout out. So I am an, a U alum. I say I'm an adopted Aggie, but I absolutely oh. loved the Benion Center. I got to serve as a transfer student. I participated in the first, oh, I'm going to mess up the name, Bryce. First year core. Oh, save me. The first year service <laughs> core. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And it was such a great experience. You know, I was new to Utah. And so it was so fun to get to learn about local organizations and participate. So as a student myself, I, I know that I really benefited from those opportunities to serve as well. So love that you're a part of that. And, and maybe that's where we'll kind of transition here. So you currently work with the Benyan Center as a program manager. So what exactly does that job entail? Talk to us a little bit about your work now.
1: Yeah. So as a student programs manager, I primarily actually just starting this year, moved into a little bit of a different role within the center, but I'm the student programs manager for residential engagement. So the Benyon Center and the University of Utah just built some new residence halls where the focus is on community engagement. So I have about 200 students in a residence hall, one building, and then 12 students in kind of a house that exists on campus. That Their primary focus is on community engagement, volunteerism, and service. So they come from all different varieties of backgrounds and majors and things of that nature, but have that interest in community engagement. So we put on different educational Educational forums and seminars around community engagement. We do some direct service projects with uh, COVID 19 right now. Those are fairly limited, but some of those do exist in limited social distance capacity. And then we really just serve as an advisor to students who are looking to get more involved with community engagement and thinking about how community engagement can focus into their career goals, actually.
0: Very cool. Oh, such a cool tie in. Well, and as a follow up to that, so you work a lot with students, but you also are, are I'm assuming, working a little bit with the community as well well. And so with both of those in mind, I'd love to hear about some rewarding aspects of this job.
1: Yeah, I would say the most rewarding aspect of this particular position and the work that I'm doing in community engagement, kind of two parts. One is um, working with the students. Absolutely love seeing the things that students are interested in and helping them develop projects and ideas and programs that are meeting community-identified needs and serving in that community. The second part of that would be the community partners that I get to work with. So with the Benyon Center, we have over over 50 regular community partnerships that we work with. But part of my role is also fostering and developing those relationships, but then also seeking out new opportunities. So there's often times that I'm getting to meet new people, new organizations and seeing what they're doing and how students can get involved in those
0: areas. Very cool, yes, I love I love both of those insights. Another question that I have, so often in career services, you know, we're all about talking about experiences and how do we gain the skills to be successful in our careers? And so I'm curious, what skills, did you or, or do you see students gain from this community service of, of volunteering while they're in school?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think uh, the number one thing that comes to mind and something that I actually really value is empathy comes into mind in working with programs in community engagement, and community service, being able to really put yourself in someone else's shoes and learning more about what they're going through and not necessarily coming up with solutions on your own or what you think is best for that situation, but really being able, and I guess this would be a second thing, is really being able to listen to them, hear their stories, and then work alongside them to come up with a solution or an alternative to the particular situation that they may be in. I think those are both really a key aspect of the work and the development that happens with community engagement.
0: And what a needed skill in this time in in our country, and I would say in the world, you know, learning how to have empathy, how to listen, such great skills moving forward. So I love, love those insights. So USU has a service center on campus, the Val R. Christensen Service Center, and there's lots of great opportunities that Logan students can participate in there. But I'd love to pick your brain um, because you're more in the Wasatch region and we have lots of statewide students as well. So I'd love to hear about some ways that students who maybe aren't in Logan can still get involved, particularly in this tricky time of COVID because we have some different regulations in place and all of that. So talk to us about some opportunities to volunteer.
1: Yeah. And as you said, with the current pandemic and COVID-19, there are some limited opportunities available for students and community members at large. And I think one of the things um, that's important to think about when it comes to volunteerism or community engagement is that it's not always the direct service or the direct engagement. Those are things that are often thought of, and that's a lot of what people are doing. But there are also other different pathways in which people can become engaged. So I think of things such as philanthropy, for example. Lots of organizations are hurting with with the pandemic and the economic crisis is happening. And while it is important to notice that maybe students don't have a lot of financial contributions, even things as, you know, making a $1 or $5 or $10 donation to a particular organization, that is uh, one way that students can be involved and can make a difference in their communities. I would also say things such as thinking about community organizing or activism in that way, writing your state legislator about an upcoming policy or a bill that is happening and how that may impact you personally or your family members, that's definitely an important aspect to also think about being civically minded as well. A lot of things such as community council meetings or city council meetings are moving to an online forum. And there are ways that you can submit feedback or sign up to speak to a particular issue or law or policy that's happening. I think those are some particular ways to get involved. And then the other thing I would say is while those are very upfront and present, I would also say reaching out to community organizations and asking them what their particular needs are. As I said before, for, it's it's important to listen and not assume that you really know what the solutions or the needs are. I mentioned the Utah Food Bank earlier, so maybe you know contacting an organization saying, hey, are there particular types of food that you are looking out for, and maybe organizing your friends and your family and your classmates to collect donations in that capacity. There's lots that you can do, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be, or even particularly in this pandemic situation, it doesn't necessarily have to be in person. So thinking a little bit outside of the box and doing something like that, and then one other thing I. also thinking about that's really important in this particular public health crisis is if you are eligible to donate blood, that's another way that you can contribute as well. Lots of the different blood banks in the Wasatch Front are asking for blood during this time. And I know I've received a couple of calls this week, actually, and I'm a couple (laughs) days out until when I can donate again. But that is another way to, to contribute.
0: Such timely suggestions. And I love those. And I love that there are different types. I know oftentimes when I think of volunteering, I think of some very specific ways you know, helping people, working with people. But I love that you brought in that and said, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we can serve our community. Love those suggestions. Bryce, I'm going to ask you a question that I know I didn't prep you for at all. So uh, bear with me. Yeah, um, that's okay. But as we're thinking about volunteering, I'd really love to hear a personal story about a time either when you were able to serve somebody or somebody served you and that the impact that it had on your life. I'd love to hear about that.
1: Yeah, thank you uh, actually for asking that question. and I can think of a, a very personal um, experience off the top. Of- my head and it really does tie back into the the work that I'm doing. And it's kind of a full circle um, type of story. But I grew up in a pretty low socioeconomic household. And there were often times where my parents would have to choose between putting food on the table or, you know, keeping the lights on or or the heat on or things of that nature. And I just remember the different social organizations that we benefited from, whether it was members of the community, you know, providing a meal for my family or offering to provide some sort of financial assistance, maybe around the holidays or things of that nature. As a child, I didn't always necessarily know a hundred percent what was going on. But as I reflected through my life and my family situation got a little bit better and we were more economically stable, I started to be able to like reflect back and be like, okay, these people, there were people out there that were helping us. And so as I moved throughout my undergraduate and graduate career, you know, I started out thinking I wanted to do social work, but then I kind of discovered the Benion Center and being able to connect like higher education <laughs> into uh, more of a helping profession. Yep. That's something that I always keep in mind is that you You know, there are people out there that are helping one another and really listening to needs. And I know I keep coming back and reflecting on like listening to people what their needs are. That's something I always remind um, the students that I work with when we're coming up with service projects or community engagement projects is these are all really good ideas, but I always reflect back when these ideas are coming up, have you contacted the community partner? Have you asked them about what the needs are of the population that they're serving? And I think the mentality of doing no harm is really important in community engagement work. And I think about, you know, going back to my situation a little bit. I think that there's lots of assumptions that people could have made about the situation that my family was in. But in kind of preparing for today, I, I talked to my mom a little bit about like our situation, you know, oh gosh, like 20 something years ago. And I asked her, did people just like show up to our doorstep and offer things? And she said, no. It was a little humiliating at first to acknowledge that we needed some assistance, but they always asked, you know, what does, what does the family need? And she was able to tell them what we needed. And more times than not, it was more of like the, the food assistance if Anything. yeah that's a story that i can think about and it's very real for me and it's something that shapes the the work that i do Absolutely. personally and prof- and professionally
0: yes well and oh my goodness first of all thank you for sharing such a personal story i always appreciate people's willingness to be vulnerable i know that people are going to be listening to this and so you being able to share that experience i, I think is really powerful and you know on a personal note a lot of what you're saying is ringing true and and i you know have had similar experiences in, in my time and so i really appreciate you sharing those things and also Seeing that positive side once we're able to grow and learn from those experiences then how do we look outward and how do we serve those around us who might be in a similar or, or even worse situation than we were in so really love this positive theme of of looking out and and listening to people i think again just such such a needed message well bryce i have one final question for you sure and that question is if you could offer one piece of advice about volunteering as it relates to career development what would it be
1: yeah that's also a really great question so thank you for asking I would say that it's definitely okay to explore where your community engagement and volunteer interests are. You know, try, if you're a little scared to try something out, kind of kind of go for it. And some organizations are going to ask that you give a semester or a year commitment, but there are plenty of opportunities usually to kind of do like a one day type of thing. You just have to kind of communicate with the organization or the service provider um, that you're working with. So exploration is definitely okay. And then I would say once you are able to find out what your passion. passionate in. Spend some time like going through that and doing some critical thinking about the issue that you're working with or the service that you're providing. And then continuing to ask questions because it might create opportunities for you to dive in deeper, have new transferable skills, things of that nature. And then I would also say along with that is being able to document the work that you're doing and not necessarily to brag or to bolster yourself up a little bit more, but to be able to articulate that in a resume and in an interview as well, being able to talk about real lived experiences that you've been through in your volunteerism and community engagement pathways.
0: Absolutely. And to piggyback off that, you know, I think it's so common students think, well, I need to showcase what work experience I have on the resume, which absolutely is a thing. But I think oftentimes students forget that that volunteer experience can be just as valuable. You're gaining so many skills, such as empathy, that maybe you aren't necessarily focusing in on on your day-to-day job. So I love this idea of incorporating it into that professional development, being able to articulate what skills you're pulling from those experiences. So such great advice, Bryce. Oh, it's been so wonderful to have you on on the show. I've so appreciated your thoughtful responses. And again, just opening up and sharing from your personal life, how these things have played out and how students can move forward. So thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really uh, appreciate the time.
0: Thanks for joining us here at the Career Studio today. Please join us next week as we continue to discuss this month's theme of spreading good cheer by being a volunteer.